podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Basketball's coming to town. Basketball's coming to town. Basketball's coming to town. Scott's making a list. Grant's checking it twice. They're gonna find out who's naughty and nice. Basketball's coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. Basketballs are coming to town. boys are back the boys are back Casey absolutely pounds LSU they have to run a trick play at the end of the game to get a touchdown to make it 42 to 20 on the last play of the game we're going live here on Spotify green room we're gonna have fun for about 30 to 40 minutes before we all call it a night and go to bed (laughs) man what a way to end the season yeah, this is Bosco's boys. We're having a good time. Coach Clemens getting interviewed on TV right now. Uh, great win to end the season. Uh, this will be a season that I think most people look back and think, what else? You, you know, you know what what could have been? What could have been? Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson hurt. We see how great he is in this final game. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, LSU had a lot of guys that didn't play. Um, I'm not going to try to pretend like this is, oh, we just beat, you know, the the greatest version of LSU because we didn't. But, man, this was fun. This was fun. It was great to see – it was so great to see uh, Skylar Thompson one final time. It's great to get to that eight-win mark for the second time in – three years for coach Kleiman coach Kleiman has gotten to at least or at eight wins both of the regular seasons I think as we've all learned the COVID year doesn't matter it doesn't count it is stupid nothing that happened last year um, should even go in record books if you ask me and uh, yeah you know it's it's a great way to end the season I'm pumped. I was so happy to see it. I'm sure folks will have some takes about uh, Chris Kleiman, about Colin Klein, about Skylar Thompson. We are here for all of it. Um, For anyone who is tuning in right now, listening in, go to your ESPN app. You can throw the trophy game ceremony on uh, and just see who gets the cowboy hat. I see Tyler or Skylar Thompson, Ryan Lackey walking around right now. What a great sight it is. Um, I'm just going to get one or two takes in here, and then I'm going to just play moderator and let you guys all talk. Uh, it was so great, again, to see Skylar Thompson with that last one. You see Malik Knowles going off. Of course, Deuce Vaughn. And, again, this is going to be a game that, for whether it should or shouldn't, is going to help put Deuce Vaughn kind of on the radar of some folks 
you know, next season when you're talking All-American, when you're talking Heisman. So that was fun to see. The defense really shut them down. It was great to see. But again, I don't think you can take anything too much away from the schematics of the defense. But I will say with the offense, you saw a little bit more tempo. You saw a few plays that we didn't see under Messingham. Again, I don't want to go too crazy. I think Messingham would have carved up LSU. That's just my point of view. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. I love ending the season on a bowl when you see how much it means to these guys. Malik Knowles running around with Cade Warner, just having a great time. So I'm just going to turn it over to you guys, and we're going to listen in and have fun. I think maybe we have room for one or two more folks up on stage requests if you want to come up. Otherwise, buckle in. Let's just listen in. We're going to start with Aaron. Aaron, just give me your take. Uh, what did you think of this bowl win? It's always fun to see the boys hoist a trophy. What are you feeling right now? Yeah, so one in Texas. Shades of our Texas Bowl win against Texas A&M a few years back. You know, I, I think it had a lot of the same vibes. SEC opponent, you know, our guys were fired up to be there. You could see early on a little bit of a chippy game. You know, a lot of John early on in the contest, even before the game. One of the most complete offensive performances I've seen us put together in a long time. We had extra time to prepare. I understand LSU is not at full strength, but you still have to go out and execute. I mean, you could see early on, LSU has speed all over the field. We made some small little adjustments on offense, and I really think offensively, that's that's about as good of, of a game plan as we put together in a really long time. Love to see it. On defense, to be honest, I didn't think we played that good on defense. I think our offense really bailed us out, You know, kept our defense on the sideline for most of the game, most of the first half especially. Um, but really on defense, I thought we were okay. Um, offensively, though, man, that was a complete performance. We also should have had a special teams touchdown. Malik Knowles, I don't know why he's running into their fat-ass kicker, but we should have had a special teams touchdown. Would have been a cherry on top. Yeah, I love it. I love it. We'll go to my guy, Joel. Joel, uh, just give me give me your emotions. What's going through your head right now after watching that beatdown of LSU? Yeah, man, I'm freaking hyped up, fully bricked up right now. Sorry about Twitter. I kind of tweeted a lot. So, so um, did I. This freaking, is probably like my all-time best night of Twitter when it comes to engagement. So, Oh, yeah, this, uh, was, this, was, a, this was this was a, a top-two Twitter night, and it's not number two for sure. Um, yeah, let's address the elephant in the room, freaking the Mr. King Ross, the freaking goat elder. What a huge pick by that guy. Give it up for Ross Elder. Oh, he's a he's a beast. We need him back next year. Um, hey, NIL. And anyone, really, anyone who has a company, slide in Ross's DMs and see if we can get him back for next year. Yo, he's already a barstool athlete. He's all right. Um, but, yeah, they have four- and five-star guys littered across their whole freaking roster. I mean, yeah, it sucks not having your quarterback, but their defense was still full of starters. And we just kicked their ass up and down the field. So super happy for Skyler and what a what a great day to be a freaking wild. Love it. We'll go to Cole next. Cole, walk me through your emotions after seeing that. You're down in Texas, I believe. So uh this one has to be uh extra fun for you. You'll have that Texas Bowl championship shirt. You'll get a swag all over the state. What what are your thoughts on the game? Absolutely. I'm gonna have to do that. I uh I sadly couldn't make it to the game because of work and shit like that. Um, but I don't even know where to start. That was just a lot of fun all around from beginning to end. Um, just kind of having the post-game bullshit on mute here. It was really 
awesome to see Malik run around, have a great time after the bowl game. And it showed a little snippet of a bunch of players going up the Klein, just, you know, just, you know, dabbing with Klein, just showing his appreciation for, you know, what he did tonight. And obviously, you know, LSU was down a bunch of guys, but at the same time, I think that was probably the best we could collectively say we saw the offense execute all season as a whole. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see where, what, what Klein and the, or well, what the offense has in store for next season and hopefully an improved defense, you know, like, like Joel said, you know, they, I mean, they didn't look, or Joel and Aaron, they, they said they didn't look great tonight, but they did what they had to do. And I'm excited to see what happened. I'm excited for next season. You know, this was a great way to end in this season after what, what we all expected and thought that this season would be. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Climbing is uh, hoisting up the big old trophy right now. Uh, he's struggling with it. I, I, man, it's a little, there's Skyler. He, he's helping him out. So you love to see it. We'll go down to my other uh, Cole. Sorry, we got multiple ones in here. So we'll go to uh, Cole Hager out in Colorado, I believe. Cole, what are your thoughts, emotions after watching that beatdown of the Tigers? How much did you enjoy watching that bowl game? Oh, man, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, earlier today, one of my buddies who also graduated from K-State, he texted me. He was like, hey, let's go to this bar to watch the game. I was like, all right, let's do it. We go there. Shortly before the game, this DJ shows up wearing LSU gear. Turns out it's an LSU watch party at this bar that we had no idea. So it definitely felt good that we got off to a hot start um, and kind of shut them out real quick. But, you know, I mean, you can say LSU depleted roster, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, if I was putting money on it, I'd probably take this LSU team over – I'd probably take them over KU. I'd probably take them over Stanford, and I'd probably take them over Nevada and SIU. So that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, it, it's just it's just a super fun game. Um, I, I'm right there with you. Skylar Thompson looks like he's about to get the MVP uh, cowboy hat. You love to see it. I, I'm I'm just over the moon right now. This is the way Skylar Thompson deserved to go out with a massive game like this, hoisting up a trophy, being celebrated by the fan base. We'll go to the good chef. Chef, I've been chatting with you all day. Give me your emotions right now. Was I summoned here? Sorry. Yeah, um, chef. It's, it's your time, <laughs> my friend. I got lost in Skylar's eyes. Um, it's the bowl game. I mean, it, it was flawless in my opinion. Everybody's going to – I think a lot of people are saying that the defense was a little um, subpar, but I think they did what they had to do. Wildcat is kind of hard to manage, especially going into the game not knowing exactly what they were going to do. Um, but offensively, we were perfect. Um, it kind of shows what could happen and Malik's potential – for sure in an offense like this, getting it getting it in his hands on the run. Um, I thought everybody was smooth. Deuce was an absolute freak. Um, and and bringing in, uh, Colin Klein into this 
I mean, if, if this was his um, audition, like Klein says, if we can expect this or some version of this with a more athletic Adrian Martinez than Skylar Thompson, even though Skylar's perfect, um, Deuce, potentially more weapons. I mean, we could see next year a freak show of an offense with a freak show of a defense with additions that we've had this offseason or in the portal so far. Um, I, I'm super excited. Skyler's about to put on that sexy black cowboy hat, and I, I'm just excited to be a cat, man. Yeah, I love it. We're going to go to my guy, Steve, now. Steve, what do you got to say for me, my friend? Uh, so I had not heard of Louisiana uh, South University before, um, but I just – everybody was like, we need to beat them. Like, it's Skyler's last game. So I was excited for Skyler's last game against whoever – but to uh, just put a whomping down on uh, Louisiana South was really great. Like, I had a great time watching it. I uh, wish we got a little bit better opponent. To see him uh, tear it up against somebody that mattered, but uh, it was still fun to watch. You know, sometimes you just got sometimes you just gotta go with uh, the, the cards that you're dealt. No, I, I, I love it, Steve, and uh, you're one of my favorites. We'll, we'll get back to you here in a little bit as well. We'll go to Joey next. Joey, Skyler's wearing the hat. It's, that picture's going to go right next to the Jesse Ertz picture. How good are you feeling here tonight? Put it in the Louvre, baby. It feels great. It feels great. Could not be more stoked with the performance tonight. And, and honestly, I feel like the difference between Klein and Messingham was Messingham just kind of it felt like we had the same five plays over and over again, and, and we were just kind of throwing shit at a wall to see what would stick. And with Klein, he was he was scheming things in a way that made sense for that particular moment or that particular play in the game. Uh, and he was involving everybody on the field, too. Like, we saw a lot of touches from Jax, and we saw a lot of involvement from people that, that maybe we didn't necessarily see as much involvement from throughout the season. So feeling, feeling really good. Uh, you know, we can, we can plug and play with, with Adrian Martinez next year, and I'm pretty stoked about that. So... Um, just drinking a victory whiskey and enjoying Skylar wearing the cowboy hat and let's go cats. Yeah, no, I, I, I love seeing Jax get some handoffs there as well. I mean, you know what, if Klein is going to give Jax some touches, then he has my vote for OC. We'll go, uh, Mike Murray. And then we will end this first round with my favorite person in here. No offense to anyone, but Jimmy, uh, <laughs> Oh man, I'm dying. Uh, no, we'll go Michael then Jimmy. Michael, uh, I'm going to mute myself while I cough here a little bit. Uh, but just h- how did you enjoy that game? Did you end up going down there? I know you go to some bowl games. I don't know if you're doing this from Houston. No, this was a rough, rough week for work. My parents were actually going to go, but then they got scared off by the weather. So it was a, a Murrayless uh, bowl game, but but it was super fun to watch. Um I mean, I, I know that yeah, the SEC folks and whoever are gonna try to yeah push the narrative that uh, that they were depleted. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, the average second string or just or backup uh, LSU dude has got to be you know on average as talented and have all the you know the height width everything else as good or better than a lot of other other teams. I'm feeling pretty good that we were able to bully them on defense for the most part and then have our have our way on offense. I mean, uh, yeah, kudos to them for playing the game. Um, but 
I fully expect that they played the game, not expecting to get boat raced. So that was that was awesome. It was fun to watch, and I'm excited for next year. No, definitely. I do want to give them credit because we saw that the cowards at Texas A&M and the absolute frauds at UCLA, amongst others, uh, decide that they were not going to play their bowl games. Uh, Texas A&M just being cowards and then UCLA like literally defrauding a lot of uh, NC State fans and they're just shitty athletic departments. So uh, I do give LSU credit for that. And, and again, folks can say whatever they want about the team LSU put out there. They could have had their number one team out there and they weren't going to beat K-State on this night. K-State won in this game. The team was dialed in. They were going to beat whoever they threw out there. Uh, I have zero doubt about it. Uh, I have zero doubt. People can try to detract. That's fine. I don't have any time for that. We were going to win whoever we played tonight. So no, And no matter what, down the road, they're not going to know that LSU was down so many players. It's still going to say LSU took an L, K-State took a down. Yeah, and, and again, I, you know, we, we got Jacob down here in the chat, and sorry, bud, I'm not bringing you up here. This is, this is our night. I'm not going to listen to your stupid SEC bullshit. Uh, you guys could have had your best team with, you know, prime coach. O. We were winning tonight. So we're going to go to Jimmy next. Jimmy, give me your, uh, you know, just your first take on this. So I, I, you know, we've been going through this for about 16 minutes. I'll have a couple questions for everyone uh, to kind of throw it out. But, you know, I'm a sleepy boy, but we're going to we're going to have a couple more questions and then we'll call it a night. But give me your just instant reaction to this game. Uh, for just it's always fun to win the the end of the season bowl game. You know, we haven't done that. It doesn't seem like we've done that a lot lately, the last especially during Snyder 2.0. So that was number one. Number two, just the off. I mean, you've made everybody's made great points about, you know, LSU excuses. But this is going to be one of the worst defensive performance they've ever had in in the recent memory of LSU. I mean, it's one thing to get beat badly, but I was looking at K-State's numbers. This is going to be one of our top six or seven offensive games going back to 2007. When you look at points per drive, offensive uh, efficiency, uh, yardage rate, all that stuff, it's one of our best games we've had. And that, you know, most of those happen against teams like KU and Bowling Green. And we just did that to LSU. And I don't care you know, I know they I, – I, I studied them pretty thoroughly before the game. They had a bunch of guys out. But they had a bunch of guys that still could play. Number eight was a stud. They had some defensive linemen. Number 53 was a stud. They had dudes that can play and would be all Big 12 caliber players. So don't give me this stuff about, well, we had some freshmen playing in the secondary or whatever. We just went in and just destroyed LSU. And I didn't – I thought we'd beat them. I thought we'd beat them probably comfortably, but I didn't think we'd just take them behind the woodshed like we did. So – Enjoy it and and don't listen to this stuff about yeah we had some guys out. There's no LSU fan I guarantee you no LSU fan thought they would get beat like this. None of them. None of them did. No, and it, and it's the classic SEC fan coping mechanism. Anytime you, an SEC team loses a game, especially when they get their asses kicked, and, and it's, I'll, it's I'll everyone else. It's everyone I'll else, add, not them. I'll, I'll add this. It reminds me of the condescending Nebraska bullshit that we used to hear about. Oh. Yeah, that, that's nice. Blah blah blah. Whatever. It's condescending towards us. And and that, I got you know I saw some guys, some LSU fans on Twitter interacting with them. Like, come on, just shut up. 
take your loss and go go home. Yeah, and, and again, you know, they, they can they can say whatever they want, but when when they're going to bed tonight, they know they got their ass kicked and they did not belong on the field. And again, it didn't matter who they had out there. We were going to win the game tonight. So the dominating talking point, at least amongst K-State fans, and I have my opinions on it. I, I don't think you can take uh, enough to give the guy the job, but we're going to talk about it anyways. Just give me your takes on Colin Klein as the offensive coordinator. We're going to start with Aaron. Aaron, give me your thoughts. What did you think of Colin Klein? Uh, is this enough for you to say, all right, just give him the job tomorrow? You want to see the press release, or what do you want to see from well, Scott, first of all, from watching the broadcast, was Colin Klein, was he, was he in the building? Did, did we get a, a camera shot of, of the former Heisman Trophy finalist, Big 12 champion, Colin Klein? I never saw him once in the broadcast the whole show. So I'll just get that right off the top. Now, with that said, A-plus, right? He's got to get the job. How can you look at this offensive performance and not just say, hey, you passed with flying colors, it's your job, let's, let's move on, let's go into spring ball, and let's look ahead to next season. I don't understand how anybody could look at that and go, it's not his job. Kleiman's got to do the right thing here. What I think is more interesting is, is the supporting staff around him, the quarterback coach, wide receivers, tight ends, fullbacks. I mean, there's some other, you know, coaching changes that Kleiman can make, whether it's promotions or moving people around laterally. But Kleiman has to know Colin Klein is our offensive coordinator, no question about it. It doesn't need to be a co-offensive coordinator or anything like that. Colin Klein, 110%. All right, Joel, are you as passionate about that? Are you ready to give him the job right now? Do you want to see a press release before we hit mid? Dude, yeah, give him the freaking job. Give him whatever he wants. That was an outstandingly called game. I mean, I've been a Messenham hater since day one, so anything is just a breath of fresh air. Also, just putting him at O.C., Take away his quarterback coach position and give it to an actual, like, long-haired, sunshine-looking dude. Like, you know, like a guy that actually looks like he can coach quarterback. All right, I love it. We'll go to Cole in Colorado. Cole, do you want Colin to be that or the offensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with everyone else. Um, I thought situationally, I like the plays that he called. And I might have just been seeing things, but – those little, like, back short tosses, those look so sexy on TV, so I would love to see that. We'll go Cole in Texas. I mean, it's it's hard to argue against results, man. Like, this was his time to really shine and put it out there, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And he performed, you know. I mean, I I get it. You know, it's, it's one game, but also he had this whole – lead up to the game. He had this whole practice. It seems like the guys really like him in there. <sighs> I I don't want to say all in, but, man, it's hard to argue against the results we saw tonight. You can tell that the guys really are backing him, and they're excited for him. So we'll go to Joey. Joey, what are your thoughts? Just doing some quick research, like it, it looks like Colin Klein involved 15 people on offense. <clears throat> including Skylar Thompson and, and granted Landry Weber had had an injury, but looking back through some of our best offensive performances, that's way more than any other offensive performance that we had, except maybe KU. I think KU might be the exception there, but, and, and I'll kind of wait for fan to chime in and, and he'll have the advanced stats and stuff on it. But 
I just love that he's involving everybody on offense and, and he's doing more situational stuff and, and he's scheming and he's not just sticking with the same five or six plays and, and seeing what works. Um, so, at, you know, with the snapshot that we had tonight, I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take Colin Klein as, as offensive coordinator, but would love to see a larger sample size and we'll see what happens next season with Adrian Martinez. Definitely. And, and I do think, uh, I think that I, I'm really starting to salivate at what the offense could be next year. Uh, because again, Adrian Martinez is not Skylar Thompson. He's a totally different quarterback. And I think he brings a more home run hitting play ability in the run. And it's really going to be a lot more, okay, touchdown or interception anytime he cocks back. But again, we've seen him with just, just absolutely no coaching at all. No, no offensive line coach, no head coach, no real quarterback coach. So I'm interested to see what one year with him can be. He's going to be in for spring ball. I'm actually starting to hear he might be able to throw a little bit more than anticipated for the spring. So it's going to be Colin Klein. I'm interested to see what he can dial up with him and Deuce. We'll go Steve. We'll go Mike. And then uh, we'll go – we'll end this one with Jimmy because uh, Jimmy's the smartest. So uh, I Steve, don't get a do take on this? this. Oh, no, no. We'll go Steve, Mike. Chef Jimmy. Guys, sorry. I, I'm dealing with a dog. I'm laughing at the chat. I'm sorry, Chef. You do get a take. But we'll go so, Steve, Mike, Chef. What I'd say, um, I know that we're already in talks with Lane Kiffin. Uh, he's wanting to come play under climbing or learn under climbing uh, before, uh, you know, he takes like a real job outside of the uh, uh, Sunbelt uh, Eastern Conference. Um, but if he doesn't want to, you know, if talks go poorly with him, then, you know, the players love Klein. I'm not going to put too much stock in beating a division two team and putting up 42 on. Yep. There we go. We'll go Mike next. I mean, yeah, no, I, I feel fine about promoting Klein. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know who else you're going to be looking at uh, out there where you, I mean, know for certain that they're going to be better at at schemes, at chemistry with players and everything. I mean, as, as far as I know, I mean, players seem to have his back and whatnot. So it's, you know, it's, you know, it's a decent fit and I just, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know what else you'd be looking for out there where you, you know, for a fact. All right. We'll go chef. All right, so my take on this is um, Klein. He's been in the he's been in the system. He knows what uh, Kleiman wants to run. He had six weeks to prepare for freaking LSU, who was dismantled. So I mean, maybe we need to slow down. I know Scott's keeping receipts on everybody on who on. How I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. You are. Don't lie. No. Don't I'm not, lie. No, I'm not dedicated enough to do that. I swear to God, I'm not. He is. But, Don't let but, him fool you. No, he... time out. Time out. No, I'm not doing that. But again, everyone just again, I, I will be fine if Colin Klein is the offensive coordinator. I've been back and forth with him as a quarterback's coach. I've been back and forth whether or not I actually want him to be the OC. I'd be fine with it. But again, everyone loves him. But that first three and out versus Mizzou in the second quarter after we're already up 27 to three, people will be melting down. So let's not get things twisted, but continue on chat. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm for him being with being the OC, but let's maybe milk it out a little bit. I mean, it's kind of up to uh, Clyde what he wants to do. Cause if he doesn't get the OC position, 
what does he do? Because, I mean, obviously he has, I mean, relatively the chops to call plays and do all that. So would he want to be just the quarterback coach again? Um, so maybe it is OC or he's not on the staff and that could lead to trouble down the road. But I mean, if he's the OC, I'm all for it. I'm not, I, I'm not even going to say that he'll be better than mess, but the players like him. So that's kind of what we need. All right. So let's go to the smartest guy in the chat. Uh, not Jacob, but Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, what is your take on all of this? You and I had chatted a little bit. We even uh, poked some jokes at some of the stuff after the first drive. But tell me where your heart's at right now. Well, a couple of things. Um, first of all, Klein made it a lot harder for Kleinman not to hire him. So that's one thing. I think that's a, that's a big deal um, for, for the optics of the thing because obviously, you know, just – you know, based on the the pulling of this chat, we'd we'd probably be at a hundred percent. And uh, I think there's some a little bit of recency bias comparing this game to our last game, of course, with Messingham, uh, and then just the the Messingham perception throughout his career, um, some of which was correct, some of which was was not correct. I don't think, but um, <clears throat> I kind of agree with with the chef that you got to. I think you've still got to play it out a little bit and see, I, th- I think you still go to the convention and have some discussions. Um, at worst, um, I could see a, a co-coordinator deal going on, a, a possibility if you can go find another young coach that uh, is, is, is a pretty good prospect, is a good recruiter and, and fits well. I, th- I think Klein did some good things tonight. There's no doubt he had the rhythm with his play calling, but, to me, the thing that, that made it look good was he had a healthy Skylar Thompson, and Skylar Thompson made plays. I mean, it's it's nice that he made all those third downs, but we got to third down a ton, and then Skylar Thompson made a heck of a play. And if half of those go the other way, this game's you know might be 28-21 or something like that. I mean, it. The, the dynamic of a game changes a lot if, if Skyler doesn't make play after play on third and fourth down. And uh, a lot of those were with his legs. A lot of those, I mean, they were good. They were fine pass concepts. They were fine scheme concepts. But Skyler still went out there and looked like the guy we thought Skyler would be all year. And if anything, at me, is, you know, it gives me a little bit of, of uh, a what if, if, if Thompson could have stayed healthy these last couple of years and, and what case they could have been with a healthy quarterback making the kind of plays he made tonight. And uh, that helped the client out a lot. And uh, now you've got to make sure you can make that happen with Adrian Martinez or who, who, whoever ends up being the next guy because quarterback plays so big in college football. It's been the biggest thing that has helped K-State get over the top in Snyder 1.0. And even it's not a 2.0, and it's going to be the biggest thing that gets climbing over the top in his career, no matter who his OC is. And and I'm, I'm I'd be for hiring Klein, but I agree with the shelf that uh, let's go out and see what what else is out there and have those good discussions right now and see what we can do to make K State the best we can possibly be. Not just go with Klein because he of what we saw tonight, but because he's actually. 
Yeah, ultimately, I, I, I think you're spot on. So we're going to wrap it up. We're already up over the 30-minute mark. Love this. This has probably been one of my favorite uh, live shows. But again, you know, it's almost midnight. So we're going to do just one final question, then we're going to call it a night. And the question is going to be, uh, the season is over. We now have to wait eight months. Uh, just give me your final take of the 2021 football season where K-State goes eight and five. Uh, Chris Kleiman gets back-to-back eight-win seasons and seasons that actually count we don't ignore because of COVID. So just give me your final take of the season. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more football talk, but we're going to really be focusing on basketball until the offseason. So give me the final take of the football season. We'll start with Aaron. Yeah, so for me, Scott, it's it's what could have been. You know, with a healthy Skylar Thompson all year with – Colin Klein at the helm, no Courtney Messingham, or even with Messingham, you know, really with Skylar Thompson's health, you know, up and down throughout the year, just what could have been. I mean, you look at some of the other results, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Oklahoma beating Oregon. There were definitely some moments the Big 12 had at the top, and I think we proved that we can compete with those teams if we're fully healthy and if everything, you know, is clicking on all cylinders. Now, unfortunately, you know, we get an injury, you know, something's not going our way throughout the season. We don't necessarily have the depth in the program right now to overcome that. Um, so really what could have been, I mean, with a fully healthy team, it was a really good thing to see, um, even if it was late in the season, you know, in our bowl game. Uh, but just to see us put it all together, especially on the offensive side of the ball, just makes me think back to what could have been throughout the season. But all that considered, you know, eight wins, um, you know, getting that done at the end of the day, that's an accomplishment, um, especially for climbing as he continues to build the program. So. A lot of positives as we roll into spring ball. Love it. We will go to uh, we'll go to Joel next. Joel, give me the final take. Yeah, my final take of the season can be summed up in about two words, and that's emotional roller co- roller coaster. Um, yeah, but that's college football, and that's why we love it. Sco Cats, baby, twenty twenty two. We're probably beating the brakes off Bama and uh, Jacob. You can go kick rock. We'll go to Cole in Texas next. Cole in Texas. Um, I don't know about necessarily. Uh, I guess this season I would say if you told us back in late August, early September that we'd be 8-5 and five with the bowl in, I think a lot of us would take it. But as far as Chris Kleiman's tenure so far at K-State, I think a lot of us would take it given that bullshit COVID year I think a lot of us would 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 take where we're at right now and I think we're we're still building for the future and I can't wait to see what happens we'll go Cole in Colorado next yeah I think my overall feeling is you kind of feel a little bit of that what if for like maybe we left a little bit out there but at the same time um you know having that feeling Makes me think that we did have a good team, and I had fun this season watching the team, and I liked this team a lot, and I think I've felt this this year and now more than ever in any of this season that I feel good about what we got going on next year and the years beyond. So overall, a good feeling, but it would have been nice to have a healthy Skyler for the we we'll go to Chef. Chef, give me the final take of the 2021 football season. It was a it was a ride. Um, 
I can't say that it was a disappointment at, in any facet. I mean, we played our toughest games. We lost some really close. We got blown out in some. We beat all the teams we were supposed to beat. We won a bowl game. We won eight games. This is kind of what we wanted, and it kind of sets the ground floor of what we can be, especially if we continue to bring in superstars like Deuce Vaughn, Felix Anadike. We can be a consistent 9-3 and three team every year, and obviously every two or three years reach the pinnacle of winning the 12. So let's just keep faith, keep climbing in here, and and I think we'll do great things. We'll go to Mike. Mike, final take of the 2021 football season. Mike in Kansas. Oh, there we go. Oh, there, there we go. I had, I had clicked away. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's hard to be too upset. I mean, the only games that you'd even consider having loss, we weren't at full strength. And I uh, feel good for next year um, with the quarterback situation cleared up at least for one more year and young talent coming up behind him. I'm feeling good for the future and satisfied this year. So. All's good. We'll go to Joey. Joey, what do you got for me? Final take of the 2021 season. Can I do some shout outs? Yeah, man. Sweet. So uh, first off, shout out to Whiskey, Tin Cup. It's it's based out here in Colorado. It's really good shit. Um, secondly, shout out to that random Michigan fan that joined a live show a few weeks back and said some really good stuff about the Big 12. Um, third off, shout out to Grant for being gargantuan. Fourth, Shout out to Adrian Martinez's girlfriend. Fifth, shout out to the transfers and the dudes that we have. So first off, Daniel Imarta Bebe, awesome transfer. Skylar Thompson, he's a dude. Reggie Stubblefield, awesome transfer. Ross Elder, he's a dude. I don't care if people dislike him or what. Ross Elder's a dude. Deuce Vaughn, he's a dude. Deuce Green, he's a dude. King Felix, he's a dude. Finally, shout out to, to Colin Klein. Colin, a great game. Shout out to the SEC for not wanting to be there. And finally, shout out to the Cats for becoming the new class of the Big 12 because there's a huge void that we have to fill with Oklahoma and Texas leaving. And we have an opportunity here as Kansas State to be able to fill that void. Let's do it. Let's fulfill Kleiman's legacy of being able to take on the mantle, taking an FCS staff, taking an FCS team, and that national championship mentality that he has and applying that to K-State and FBS, let's do it. I love how uh, Grant gets a shout-out, and he's like on 20% of the live shows, but I don't get one, Joey, so I'll remember Shout-out to you, Scott. (laughs) Send me a Christmas card next year, bro. Well, I'm sorry. That's my fault for not getting your address or not. I, I think I had it. That's my fault. Did Grant send you one? No. Okay, all right. So we'll go to Steve. Steve, final take of 2021. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I agree last year was not, you know, you just can't really count it. So uh, climbing first year, eight wins this year. I'm only going to call it seven and a half because that whoever we played tonight, uh, I would only count as a half win. Um, so I really do think next year is, like, going to be a big, like, uh, a huge uh, swing 
in the pro or cons for uh, his tenure. And I think that Deuce is going to be in New York at some point uh, at a chance to win the Heisman. All right. And then I think if my math is correct, the final take of the 2021 football season goes to Jimmy. Jimmy, what do you got for us? Uh, I think the season was a good step in the right direction for Kleiman and his tenure here. Um, you know, Steve said it well last year's it was easy to kind of write it off. Um, this year, you know, the, the Texas game will always be a disappointment. I think we can, we can honestly say that, but, uh, to finish with a win, to get eight, to get to eight wins, um, to be eight. I mean, any, I think at K-State eight and five isn't what you want to be, but you should never be unhappy with eight and five. I don't think seven and six. I, if you want to be unhappy with that, I, I, I can, I can grant you that, but eight and five is a pretty good year in a, in a pretty decent league and a pretty decent uh, non-conference schedule that we had this year. And, uh, now the the I think Steve said it well. Now you got to take the next step, and can you go six and three in the league, or seven and two in the league, and go three and zero in the non-conference? You got Missouri coming in, which will be another fun game next year. And can you take that next step, and then you know look forward to seeing Deuce Vaughn at least one more year in purple. Hopefully Malik Knowles is back. I think today tonight was probably a good sign to bring him back. You got some good offensive line. Pieces coming. You got the the pieces on defense and uh, the big Jennings get. And uh, now take the next step next year and see if we can be a top three team in the league and maybe even be in the discussion for going to the Big 12 championship game. That's got to be the next step. But uh, this was a good season, fun season, and a good step in the right direction. I love it. I love it. Again, I, I agree with you. I think it kind of washes out the taste of that COVID year. And there were some ups and downs. Again, uh, there was a fan revolt after that Texas game. Uh, two coaches got fired again. I, I think that this year really did clear up a bunch of stuff about climbing. I think any sort of idea that he's going to have the Snyder syndrome where he keeps on to his assistant coaches when they need to move on, that's been dispelled. Uh, the idea that that first year was a fluke, that's been dispelled. Now, folks have said it. It's time to do it without Skylar Thompson. It's time to take that next step forward beyond eight wins and get to Arlington or get close to a double-digit season and really take that next step. So that's what's next for Coach Kleiman. And, again, we will have all spring and summer to talk about it, uh, about the 2022 season. But this was the 2021 season. It was fun. And I think in no small part, it was a lot of fun because of our live shows all season on Spotify Greenroom. And don't worry, we won't be going anywhere. We will have a show next week as well. And we'll be talking Cats basketball again. Uh, if things would have gone, you know, a little different, we might have talked a little bit of Shane Southwell tonight as well. But there will be time for that. We love you guys. K-State 8-5. and five. Not, not the season we wanted, but it was a very fun season. It's an acceptable season. And a nice ass beating of LSU to cap it off. Skylar Thompson forever. I love it. I love all of you guys. Be safe. Get some sleep. And if Grant was here, he'd say, meet me at the cat head. I'm going to say, hey, good season. Can't wait to do it again next year. Only eight months away. It's time to get set for the cat attack. You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. 
for Kansas State. The feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be with Kansas State. Come on, set your spirit free. Kansas State, our pride is with the cats. Kansas State, come on, join the cat attack. Kansas State, excitement's in the air. Kansas State, the fun is being there. Having a good time there. Purple and white we share. Showing our colors everywhere. Kansas State, our pride is with the cats. Kansas State, come on, join the Podcast Network.